Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. It's great to have you back for another episode of the Fight for Your Marriage podcast. Lori and I are so excited about today's episode. I know it's one they're going to love. You're right. We know how much you enjoy hearing the testimonies of restoration. And today we're going to revisit some of the couples who you have heard from on previous episodes to get an update on how their restoration is going. After our marriage was restored, I remember often saying, I will always be a stander. I never wanted to give the enemy a foothold into my marriage again. I had a renewed commitment to pray for Bob and our family like never before. As these couples give their updates, you will see this common thread that they didn't get remarried and let off the gas pedal. Instead, they continue to pray for and with each other. They are intentional about their marriage. As each of them individually grow closer to Jesus, they are growing closer as a husband and wife. That is the key to success. Oh, I hope you never, never, never forget this. I know you will enjoy these testimonies. Hi, this is Mary Lisa. Thank you so much, Rejoice Marriage Ministries, for the opportunity to share. I'm just so grateful for all the Lord has done and his faithfulness and um, just bringing this ministry years ago in a in a time of need. Um, when things got really bad in my marriage and um, as I cried out to the Lord, he gave me hope through his word and through prayer and then eventually brought me to the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries, which continued to encourage me to stand for my marriage of, of what um, he was leading on my heart. Um, just to give you a little update, um, let's see, we've been restored almost three and a half years by the grace of God. Um, we were blessed with a son, a beautiful son, sweet boy, who's now 15 months um, after restoration. And Early on, too, we were able to start praying together, and the Lord was leading us into prayer ministry as, as a couple, which was really neat. And we had the opportunity to pray for marriages at our local courthouse. Um, we live in a county that has a very high, one of the highest uh, divorce rates in the nation, and our hearts have just been very burdened. So um, we were going monthly to pray, and we had uh, stopped for a while when the baby was born and the economic circumstances, and we recently started up again um, about two months ago and praying with others via Zoom on a Zoom call, just whoever wants to join, just to pray, uh, dedicate an, an hour of prayer um, and fasting for marriages. Um, yeah, so it's been really wonderful. Um, there are always um, times where you're definitely tested or I've been tested where I have to continue to trust the Lord, stay on my knees in prayer. That doesn't change. My restoration prepared me for that. And being restored, it helped. And then uh, also having a child and learning how to um, relate to my spouse, my, um, you know, as with a baby and with a child is a, is a new different dynamic that we've had to navigate. 
um, how we handle conflict is um, we go to the Lord and prayer. That's always been we know our go-to. And we do have accountability, um, you know, with a pastor if we really need to talk. We've had some times we've been able to talk to our pastor, which is which is good. Um, I also have a good, just a, 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 a prayer partner, a, a female friend who's just um, always been encouraging if I, you know, ever need a question about, you know, communication. And she just, she's really been helpful, um, just encouraging me in the word of what, you know, God says about that. So that's been good. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's challenging in the sense that you just, I need Jesus and I have to continue to trust him and but it's the best way because I learn to always go to him and his word for everything I needed and it set me up that was the the big the, one of the most amazing things of my um my separation and the crumbling of my marriage was to learn to 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 go to Jesus and to talk to him to trust him to learn about his love, um, to enjoy him, to um commune with him and you know, and he how he how he just has spoken to me so much through his word. And so as I have um really learned that when I was separated from my husband, I um I've continued to do that. And and he's always brought me back to that. And and in times I may think, oh, I got this. <laughs> no, he's got it way better than I do. So anyways, I'm grateful for the opportunity to share. And thank you so much, Rejoice Marriage Ministries. And um, just bless you all who are listening and just be encouraged. The promises of God are yes and amen. All right. God bless. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Tom and my wife, Amy. Hello. Our marriage has been restored. It's going on four years now. We were divorced back in 2016. I had been a very bad prodigal for about 10 years, not living uh, the way the good Lord wanted me to live, and it uh, resulted in the uh, destruction of our marriage. And uh, we had to uh, learn some hard lessons um, when when things fell apart, the Lord convicted me. Uh, I got right with with Him, and then I became the stander. And my wife had had her heart hardened. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was a very very difficult time for us. Um, there was a part of me that uh, doubted whether or not restoration would come. I believed in my heart what I that I believed in my heart that it would. Uh, but there were always doubts there, and I'm sure you all are facing some of those doubts right now and, and fears as you all are standing for your marriage. But I will say that we serve a faithful God uh, who hears our prayers. The answers come in his timing, and uh, I want to encourage you all to stay close to him and serve while you wait. Uh, Amy, uh, we, we have uh, been a lot closer to each other. Than ever before, our marriage was completely restored. All areas were restored. Uh, we don't have a perfect marriage right now. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. No, no nobody has uh, a perfect marriage. But the Lord is leading. Uh, he uh, He was able to take a situation that was just, um, by all worldly accounts, dead and buried, and 
he resurrected it. And I, I praise him. I give all glory uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, right now we have a ministry of our own called Purposed Marriage uh, that we uh, we manage. It's a, it's a website. We do a podcast. And uh, we've been featured on uh, Rejoice Marriage Ministries podcast. Well, it was about a, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're very grateful for this opportunity to just check in uh, with you all and, and give you an update of where we're at. Uh, we're, we're still together and we will continue <laughs> to be together uh, for the rest of our, our lives. Uh, Amy, anything you'll, you want to add here? Um, well, just so people know a little bit of background, we were separated and divorced uh, for a, a, about two years. And since we have, um, since God has restored our marriage, we have now been, um, remarried for four years, yeah. right? Coming yeah. up on, yeah, coming up on five years. Yeah. Um, and so like Tommy said, I mean, we don't have a perfect marriage, but I can honestly say in every area, he's, he's truly right. Like when we both got our hearts right with the Lord, uh, as soon as we got our hearts right with the Lord, I mean, everything just, everything else fell into place and our relationship has just been really terrific since then. Um, it's encouraging to see other people have their marriages restored and, um, just it's exciting to encourage others, uh, and do biblical counseling with other couples as well. Yes. And if you can do it for us, He can certainly do it for you. So God bless you, and may uh, the good Lord and Christ be glorified uh, in everything that you all say and do. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Rejoice Marriage Ministries. This is Andy and Sandra out in Puyallup, Washington. And we want to thank you guys for giving us the opportunity to share an update on our restored marriage. By way of history, we'd been married for 22 years when I came to my wife to tell her I wanted a divorce and that my love for her was dead and that I only loved her as the mother of our two girls. Now, I told her that I wanted to find happiness before I died. I found another woman who I felt would meet my need. Now, the pasture seemed to look so much better on that side, and then I married her. In time, that I, what I thought would be paradise on earth became the opposite. When Andy told me that he did not love me and wanted a divorce, I was just devastated. I had remembered what our pastor once said, and that is, what is so broken in your life that you think the pieces could never be put back together? He said to cut those broken pieces in our hands and lift them up to the Lord and give them to him and that Jesus could put the pieces back together where we would never have known they were broken, and the finished work would be even better. That prayer started my 10-year stand for our marriage. So during that course of 10 years, I was wrestling with God, and all the while I just uh, realized that what my heart was wanting was my wife and family back. Through God's working and leading in our lives, we were remarried and restored on 16 April 2004. Now that brings us up what's been going on for the last 16 years. Well, 
I want to start out by giving you two core things that we find really important. God is our core in our family, and that we, secondly, pray as a family, Sandra and I, together, and mention everything in prayer. Uh, over the course of this time, we remodeled a house, moved in, had a good life. Uh, we've had a few medical challenges that our Lord has blessed us and kept us healthy through. Um, one other thing, I'm fully retired while Sandra still is managing her family's uh, farm uh, retail side of the seasonal business. One thing that has uh, been different in our second marriage than our first was that the Holy Spirit, God, is is uh, a part of our marriage, and we have learned to keep short accounts. When when we might have an argument or something comes up, first of all, we don't figure it out by ourselves, but we go to the Lord and we really pray about it. And also we keep short accounts, and the Holy Spirit is so faithful to to help us uh, soften our hearts towards one another and forgiveness comes a lot easier than it used to. One thing that um, it was so special when Andy first came back is that when we all got back together for Christmases, Andy would be the one who would make omelets for everybody. And uh, one of our daughters that first year, I noticed that her eyes were just filled with tears, and I realized she was so happy that her family was back, her dad was back, and I realized that the choices that we make really do make a difference. It wasn't just for us, but it was for our daughters, their children, and their children, and on and on through each generation until Jesus comes back. We are so thankful to the Lord that he brought us back together and that we do have a testimony. So, once again, folks that are listening, I want to leave you with two key principles that work well for us. First is be a God-core-centered family. And second, with your spouse, pray as often as possible, talk things over with the Lord, mention people by name, and trust to his leading, and uh, in this particular year, 2020, I just want to leave you with uh, uh, how that's blessing us and just keeping us uh, safe and sane. God bless you. Uh, be strong in the Lord. Be sustained by your faith. And uh, Rejoice Marriage Ministries, we really love you and bless what you're doing out there for every one of us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Alan and Cheryl with you today, celebrating our restored marriage after 12 years of separation and divorce. We're grateful to share with you scriptures that we have personalized to help us focus on God's teaching for husbands and wives. It's very easy and quite typical, given our human nature, to embrace the world's way of finding lack and need and grievance, especially toward our spouses and, in particular, in times of marriage crisis. A quick glance at scripture, however, tells us that while this might be the usual way 
of speaking and thinking about each other, we can learn to embrace God's way. I'd like to share with you some of Proverbs 31 that explains what I see in Cheryl. When one finds a worthy wife like Cheryl, her value is far more than rubies. I have full confidence in her, and I lack nothing of value. She brings me good, not harm, all the days of her life. Cheryl opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Many women do noble things, but she surpasses them all. Charm is deceptive, beauty is fleeting, but a woman like Cheryl who fears the Lord is to be praised. I honor her for all that her hands have done and believe her works will bring her praise at the city gate. And a favorite scripture that I've prayed for years for Alan is found in Psalm 1. Blessed is Alan who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. Alan is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever Alan does prospers. And then a more recently discovered scripture, Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed is Alan who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in God's commands. Alan's children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for Alan, who is gracious and compassionate and righteous. Good will come to Alan, who is generous and lends freely. Alan conducts his affairs with justice. Surely, Alan will never be shaken. He will be remembered forever. Alan has no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. As husband and wife, we are secure. Alan and I have no fear in the end, and we will look in triumph on our foes. We have freely scattered our gifts to the poor, God's righteousness endures forever. Our horn will be lifted high in honor. And in summary, we'd like for you to embrace praying positivity for each other as spouses, as Scripture teaches us in Philippians chapter 4. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so thank you for letting us share our story today. We pray that you will honor your spouse by praying scripture over them each day. Well, we told you you were going to enjoy those, and I'm sure that you did. I was just praising the Lord as I continued to hear these over and over again, listening to their testimonies. This is what we are praying for you to have in the future. 
This is what we want you to be able to do in the future to your family, to your church, to your coworkers, that you have a restored marriage and that God can do anything in your life. And you have seen the power of God in your life. And Lori, what I kept listening to is that the spiritual growth they have and that they have learned so strongly that they need to pray together and they need to read the word and have a devotion time, a time with the Lord daily. And that just thrilled my heart. And I know that um, Cheryl was one who mentioned that they pray scriptures over each other. And they did that even on the recording today. And it's so important to do that. And it's just sometimes you feel like you've run out of words to pray. I know you felt like that when you were in the middle of standing. Positively, that is one of the secrets that I learned in, in the process of praying for Bob is I did run out of words. I kept saying the same thing over and over. And that's when I started praying the Bob's name and my name in scriptures to have a restored marriage, speaking God's word, speaking what God believes in that this marriage is a covenant and it's for life. And we want to fight for our marriage and not give up regardless of the circumstances. I know that it's something that's so important to our listeners because they comment constantly to us how they enjoy the page on our website titled Prayer Resources, where we have examples of prayers that are straight out of scriptures that they can pray for each other. But I thought that was awesome that um, Alan and Cheryl mentioned that, and a couple of them mentioned that. Something else that stood out to me was when Sandra was sharing about Andy and making the omelets at home over the holidays. And that's something that when she stood for 10 years, she probably had those days where she felt like she was never going to see him standing in the kitchen making omelets for the family like that he can do now. Right. And I know that part of the their separation and divorce, Andy was out of the state and was not even close by and when he was in a second marriage. So when they come back and you see what they used to do and what traditions they have coming back into their homes. It is amazing and it just fills your heart and touches the children to that point of saying, dad is back, our dad is back, and or our mom is back. Future generations will be impacted. And that's something so important to remember when you're standing is that you're not just standing for your marriage now, but you're standing for your children. You're standing for children you don't even have yet. When Mary was standing for her marriage to John Thomas, she was without a child at that time. And she was standing and praying for the Lord to restore her marriage and God did that and then blessed them with children. And now her son will grow up knowing the stand that his mother took for for his life and for his marriage and for his children's marriage. And on and on it goes with the generations that are impacted because of what you're doing today in Standing for Restoration. So I want to ask you a question. Is your stand a secret from many people? Are you covering your marriage problems up to the point that you're not able to share what God is doing in your heart, in your life daily? That's my question. Sometimes we have such shame and guilt 
But remember, God wants to have you share some things to the point that you've got God in the midst of your problems, and then he will get the glory in God. We want God to get the glory and honor when God is answering prayers and God is moving in your marriage problems, that your family and friends and co-workers see that it's not you, but that God is answering your prayers and all that you are praying for in transformation and reconciliation of your marriage. Right. You don't want to go around, especially when you're in the early stages of marriage problems, and tell the whole world what is happening. But if you never share with a pastor, with a trusted friend, with a godly counselor, what is happening, then you can often never get help. And that's why it's so important to um, not only include something like biblical counseling or a person who can take you to the word or a ministry even like Rejoice who can show you through the Bible what God says about restoration, but can also um, help you understand how to walk through that process. I think each of these couples is um, such an example of that. They all had different situations. They stood for different amounts of time. Some of them dealt with non-covenant marriages. Some of them dealt with divorce. Some of them dealt with infidelities. In Tom and Amy's situation, Tom was the prodigal that Amy prayed and prayed for. And then when Tom finally got his life right with the Lord and wanted to come home, Amy was the one who had turned into the prodigal and she didn't want him home any longer. And I know some of you have walked through that and are walking through that right now. And no situation is too difficult for God. So that is the only thing we can probably just keep reiterating to you is that we will often hear from people and they say, well, my situation is so unique. And Yes, everybody's situation is unique, but none of them are too complicated for for the creator of the world to overcome. No sin is too great for him to overcome. Well, I know you were encouraged listening to these testimonies as it just continues to encourage you, give you faith and hope and believe. Oh, never doubt, but just believe in the power of God to do what he needs to do in restoring and resurrecting your marriage. That is what we need to uh, continue to encourage you on. That's why I try to encourage you daily with the devotionals is to keep focused as God will speak to you through them to encourage you to not to give up and to have faith and hope that God can restore your marriage as he has done for these couples He can and will do for your husband and wife. We are thrilled and honored to be part of your story of restoration. Let's pray. Lord, I just praise you and thank you for today. Thank you for these testimonies that are such encouragement to everyone that hears our podcast. Lord, we want you to bless these couples that gave their testimonies, but we want you to bless, guide, and direct every one of our standers that are standing and praying and fighting the fight for marriage restoration. And Lord, we want you to increase their faith, their hope, their trust that you can do anything. Nothing is too hard for you to do. You can supply their 
physical needs, their financial needs. Lord, you can touch them and they can grow in the Lord beyond what they can ever begin to expect. Lord, we ask that you would touch all these marriages, but we ask that you would go and touch that prodigal, that dear husband and wife or child, and you would just go and speak to them, over wooing them to leave that unchristlike lifestyle, leave that other person, flee from the bad friendships that they have, and that they would uh, have a Damascus Road experience as Bob did. They will come to their senses quickly and suddenly, sooner than later. And we will just give you the praise and the glory that where they will contact their beloved husband, wife, or a child and start restoring and rebuilding their marriage on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Lord, you can do anything, and we believe it, and we're expecting it, and we're praising you while we're waiting, and we're praising you after the marriage is restored. And we just ask that you would touch this standard and that you would speak to them and you would show them what way they need to turn to the right or to the left and getting on the right road to follow you and to grow in you as they wait for their marriage to be restored. We give you the praise and the glory for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I know that was a blessing, so I hope that you um, listen to this over and over. I know so many of you tell us that you like to go back and re-listen to these podcasts. So when you're feeling defeated and discouraged, take a few minutes and listen to it. Um, I also want to remind you that each of these couples have recorded their full testimony with us previously. So in our show notes, we will put the link to where you can hear their original podcast that they did with us and you can hear their full testimony if you want to hear more about their individual stories. And if your marriage has been restored, we want to hear from you. So often we hear from people that will contact us and say, I forgot to tell you, but five years ago, my marriage was restored. And while we're thrilled that you have been busy um, working on restoration, we want to be able to rejoice with you. So if God has done something in your marriage, reach out to us through our website and let us know about it. You can go to rejoice ministries.org. And in the upper right hand corner, there's a contact us box and submit a testimony and share what God's been doing in your family. Until next time, keep clinging to God.